Hello, everyone, and welcome to Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Phil, and I'll be your Phaeologist today, and joining me is Grepstein. How are you doing today, Greps? I am all right. How's it going, Phil? Things are going well. It's the uh, new Challenger Approaching uh, episode that you did a couple weeks ago. I uh, really got uh, got my brain working as far as you know what's going to happen as far as uh, Legendary Heroes are concerned. Uh, we're about a week away from the September Legendary Hero, and so you know the hype is starting to, st- to start and spread. And so I am, I'm really excited to do this episode with you. Yeah, likewise, I'm excited to get into things. I'll be your. Um, it's a little surprise here for everybody, for all of our listeners. But so I thought that what we could do for this episode, this is part two of this mini series. If uh, you know, you can go back and listen to part one to be all caught up, but there's actually a few updates that uh, it happened on the same day that I released the episode. They changed some things about what I talked about in the first episode, in the first part of this series. So, uh, you know, you can you can stick around for at least this first part to hear what the changes are if you didn't listen to the first part. And we, Phil and I, are going to do a fantasy draft. So we're, <laughs> I'm going to be your fantasy commissioner for uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. And we're, we're going to go through and we're going to select heroes that we think are the most likely to be released as one of the six final legendary heroes, in at least in this first set of legendary heroes. Who knows what they'll do after this, the 16th legendary hero is released. Uh, and you know, it's, we have fantasy football season is in the air. I don't know if our, our listeners like to play Mm -hmm. fantasy football. I'm sure some of them do. And so we're picking up on that spirit with a fantasy draft of our own. That's right. Fantasy basketball is about to start soon. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's in the air and, uh, let's, yeah, (laughs) this is, this is really exciting to, to move this into Fire Emblem, uh, in, uh, one way or another, but, Yep, just like you said, uh, we would like to review what you covered in part one, so that way everyone is up to speed as far as our thoughts on the order of uh, you know what color of heroes are going to come in uh, come to the game in the next six months. What kind of uh, boost will they have? Elemental boost as far as stat boost, uh, and that'll help us to make our predictions and our drafts, our draft picks, um, and so. Since you know more about the the changes than I do, Grebs, do you want to kind of review and cover what those changes are, as well as what we established as our predictions for the uh, next six months, as far as colors are concerned? Yeah, so I'm going to go through this part pretty quick, because I talked about it in part one, and I don't want to bore everybody with the whole explanation all over again. But so based on there, there's a couple different things in the game that we can figure out and predict what is coming next. We get the in-game announcements every time we get a new legendary hero, which allows us to predict what color new legendary heroes are going to be. Uh, we also there somebody on Reddit has posted the, the different elemental seasons that we are expected to get as the dominant season each month. So that helps me predict which element we're going to be getting for a new hero as well. And then the stat boosts, you know, that's a lot less important as far as predicting. But my prediction that I mentioned in part one is that I think the last four legendary heroes, uh, one for each element, will each get a unique stat boost as the last four of them. So anyway, that's just a really quick rundown of that. So 
keeping those factors in mind, we are I'm pretty confident that the next three heroes in, in September, in a week, we're going to get a blue earth hero. In October, I'm expecting we'll get a red water hero. And in November, it seems like we'll get a colorless water hero. And, you know, for the other couple of months here, things are kind of up in the air because the person who posted the information from the game on what elements were expected to get each month, that actually changed with the version 2.9 update that we got a few weeks ago. They changed from December onward. So that's kind of interesting. I, I don't know... My interpretation of what that is, is that intelligence systems doesn't update this part, this stuff in the game until four months ahead of time. Uh, and the reason that I say that is that it seemed like we were going to be getting a green fire hero in December, but it turns out that they changed it to a wind hero in December. And I doubt that we are going to get a third green wind hero in December. That just seems like, you know, they, they would have done pretty poor planning if we get three of the same color heroes in the same element. So I, I'm expecting that now it's going to be a colorless wind hero. We know a, a red and a blue hero that we're getting in December, so it can't be either of those two options. And green would be really surprising if we got a green wind hero, in my opinion. So then in January, it looks like we're... Uh, it, they said now that we're supposed to get a wind hero, whereas before it said we would get an earth hero. But this doesn't make any sense either, because if we get a wind hero in December, that'll be our fourth wind hero. So unless we're going to be getting a new set of legendary heroes, starting with a, a fifth wind hero in January, then I don't really understand why that would be the case. So I am going to assume that they just don't update this until four months in advance, and that maybe in the next version update, we'll see another change. So let's just assume, because you know, for the sake of this episode, we're making some predictions here. Let's assume this is going to be a green earth hero um, based on what I was, you know, commented in the first part. And then for the the last hero the, to round out the 16 legendary heroes in February. So that now says that we're going to get our final fire hero. So that's what the, the in-game information says. And so that changes things. Um, and assuming that they didn't have like a green fire hero planned in December and now they've just moved that to February, uh, you know, again, I'm assuming that they just haven't, they didn't update things. And so it could really be just about any color for this final fire hero. We have a red, blue, and green fire hero already. And, you know, I, I think my projection here is that we're going to get another red fire hero as the final, 16th and final legendary hero, just because we have so many red heroes. And I think it would make more sense to get one more red hero than all of the others. So anyway, that's that's just kind of to round out uh, what I talked about from part one and to correct whatever the change was that they seem to make in the game. That's my expectations uh, on predicted upcoming legendary heroes, including their colors and their elements. Cool. So thank you for that. And and just to summarize what you're saying too, uh, you expect to have for us to get five red heroes in total, and like four blue, four green, and three colorless, uh, equaling sixteen. Right. That's the expectation. There's a few things that I'm not like totally confident about, but that is ultimately the overall predicted uh, color spread among the 16 legendary heroes to fill out that first 4x4 four four grid. Interesting. And you know what? 
I, I can see that happening too. It, it makes sense that they do lean more towards the, the red category, especially the sword category, because a lot of the lords wield swords. And so, yeah, that, that, w- that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they, cause, cause they released the, the, the tic-tac-toe board with, you know, all the legendary heroes and they're filling them out. Um, I, I don't know if that would mess, mess that up or not. Uh, maybe they'll just change it or something, but, but anyway, yeah, well, I guess we'll have to see, um, here in a couple months when they do kind of release that, uh, prediction or the, uh, forecast as far as, uh, seasons are concerned and whatnot maybe that can um recalibrate our predictions so but anyway yeah thank you for that update grips and uh if you're okay with it i think we should start our fantasy draft uh one one thing just to comment on what you just said also and and we'll find out more next week when the legendary hero when the new legendary hero is announced uh for september at least when we get the in-game announcement on when heroes are returning we'll have a much better idea of who the December legendary hero might be. And for the first time in a week, we're going to be getting legendary heroes that are next coming back in January. So can you believe that some legendary heroes that are going to be on this banner next week are not going to be back for the rest of 2018? I know that is so crazy. And I think that's such a ploy from IS to, to force us to spend orbs and money to, to try to get these characters before they go away for, for who knows how long they're almost like a like a seasonal character you know like a special hero in that regard yeah it's money making ploy three yeah <laughs> now soon we'll become level four you know we'll see but um yeah, it'll get power crept very soon actually in regards to the the dual um arena skills uh maybe we can save that topic for another day but i think that's like level four for money grabbing but um Anyway, anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to move on to the fantasy draft and let's uh, let's talk about our picks? Let's do it. Okay. So to explain, um, if for those of you who have not participated in a fantasy draft before, have you done one before, Greps, in in like a regular sport other than like Fey Legendary Hero picks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my first Fire Emblem Heroes uh, fantasy draft. I'm not in any other leagues or anything like that, Phil. So no no worries there. Um, but I have, yeah, I, I'm a big hockey fan. So I used to participate in fantasy hockey, uh, for several years and I do uh, fantasy football too. I'm the commissioner of a fantasy football league. So I do, uh, actively participate in that defending champion too. So how about that? So not, not oh. to intimidate you too much <laughs> in this fire emblem heroes draft here. We have, uh, we have our reputations Whoa. at stake, but nothing else, no money or, or anything else <laughs> on the line here. <laughs> That's what a about big you, talk. Phil? Have you ever done any other fantasy leagues? I did. I I was the commissioner actually of a fantasy basketball league last year. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of work, um, especially for basketball being a longer season. I'm sure hockey is the same too. But um, but yeah, lots of fun. Uh, I almost won. Uh, I think some players got injured or something in that last <laughs> week or so, and just just you know bad. Uh, Bad luck there, but hopefully some good luck as far as Fire Emblem is concerned. So what we're going to do is live on the air, flip a coin as far as who gets to pick first. And we are going to make a, a snake draft. And to explain what that is, uh, basically whoever wins the coin toss will will choose their first player 
or their first pick for legendary hero. Uh, oh, and and by the way, we are going to make uh, five picks each, right? Our starting five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll do five picks. I know that there are six legendary heroes remaining, so neither of us could possibly get all six. Uh, but, you know, we could just make three picks each, but then there's a lot of heroes that I think we would be leaving out and they'd still have a pretty good chance of being a legendary hero. So I feel like five is enough to make things interesting. We'll probably get at least a couple of our predictions right uh, and maybe even close to all of them. Yeah, I think so. And so in total, we, we would have chosen 10 characters, five split between each of us. Um, hopefully, yeah, covering the six remaining that we have left. And back to this. Yeah, and one, whoever picks, you know, like, so you mentioned the, the person who gets first picks once, the person who picks second then gets to make two picks back to back, and then it keeps going two picks back and forth. That's the snake part of yes. the draft. And we can't pick the same person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you if you pick uh, Bartray as your <laughs> number one legendary hero, then I can't pick Bartray. Uh, try as I might. Uh, he's not going to be one of my picks on my team. Unfortunately so. So, yes, um, thank you for explaining that. I was about to to explain it as well, but you uh, you beat me to the punch. So, Let's see if you beat me at the coin toss. So, Greps, I have a penny in my right hand, and I'm about to flip it. And Ooh, a big spender. <laughs> yeah, it's the first coin I could grab. Uh, but um, <laughs> what's your call, heads or tails? I'm going to call tails. All right, here we go. Oh, crap. <laughs> Didn't catch that one. All right. And it's heads. Oh, uh, Okay. So, oh, you said tails, so that means that I'll get to pick first, right? Yep, you get to pick first. I, cool. I hope you wanted to pick first. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I don't know. That second pick, getting the two back to back, is is pretty uh pretty desirable. But I'll I'll take it. I'll take the call and I'll go first. So, uh, I wish I had some fantasy, you know, draft uh, cue music right now or something, saying that you're on on the dock, but. <laughs> that's probably copyright too so I'm yeah well you are gonna... on the clock phil you have 90 seconds to make your pick i'm just kidding you can take right. whatever time you sit... want to make your pick <laughs> hopefully shorter than 90 seconds but you can make your pick and if you want to explain anything about it you can uh sure. either for where you think they might fit in or just why they are your number one overall pick in the fantasy draft okay so uh i'm gonna need complete silence for the next 80 seconds so i can do my my uh, research and meditation so <laughs> just kidding okay so i'm going to my first pick is going to be female corn um female corn uh one because of recent events uh i and i'll i'll save more of an ex- explanation too when we talk about our actual picks or actual predictions for the next six months but um one because of the norian dusk banner two because of the blue uh, color that is confirmed for this month, for next week. And uh, three, I think that they could... Uh, I know Corrin is is a popular character. I think she was in the top ten uh, females. And uh, yeah, I think, I think they could make her... Uh, I guess they could make her into a different type of dragon, right? Uh, maybe keeping her as a blue dragon, but make, making her like a flying or uh, an armored dragon or something like that, so... Uh, so mark that down, uh, female corn. Oh, I, I don't know if you want to make a distinction between male and yeah, female. Yeah, I was going to ask about that too. Um, I 
Yeah. So first off, is there any particular reason you choose female corn as opposed to male corn, or was that just for the sake of having like feeling like you needed to choose one or the other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, good point. I did choose female corn over male because uh, female corn doesn't have an alt in the game. So right, because because male corn, male corn does. He he has the the New Year's version of himself as a Tempest trial. Oh, female Corrin has the the flying mage, ver- the summer copy of her. Oh, that's right. The, the, okay, so for some reason I thought that she didn't, but that was so long ago. Um, I forgot her summer version, and I don't even have it. So, so but even so, I I think that having a female version would entice people to summon more than the male version. So, um, I wouldn't be su- surprised either way. But I, I'm gonna go with female Corrin just to just because I think that's the direction that I ask would take so okay yeah yeah i was wondering if there were like you know since i haven't played fates i was wondering if there's a difference between male and female corn in terms of like the weapons they wield or hmm. or anything like that yeah but, like from from what i can understand it seems like either of them have a lot of flexibility in the game they can either have a sword they can be a dragon they can you know have a tome uh, so I was wondering if, mm. there, if if you have any sense of if there's a difference between the two of them. Is one of the two of them more likely to be a blue hero in the huh. game? You know, I, I am clueless um, since I have not played Fates myself. Um, I'm sure that our listeners may have some more information. And, and please reach out to us and make, make that uh, mention known uh, on the subreddit because uh, that'd be interesting, actually, to see if uh, one gender leads towards leans towards a certain weapon or not. So... Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) Well, and and so I'm going to be generous here because this is what I think would have been fair if I made that pick too. And I think we should just say Corin as as the choice that you you get. I think you'll get credit if it's male or female. We can take the the gender part out of this. I'll give you either Corin. That way, you know, otherwise our picks, if we have other characters like that, it could be male Corrin and female Corrin and male this and female that. And and <laughs> I think it's a little bit more fun if we have more of a diversity of uh, of heroes as, a, as opposed to choosing all of their different variations. Sure thing. Let's go with that. Let's let's do that. So so I'll, I'll let you cover the spread on Corrin's. And, you know, that might have been my first pick or it might have been in my, you know, my second or third pick if mm-hmm. you hadn't taken that one. So I think that's a good choice and it definitely uh, was a good first pick there. So good pick there. Thank you. Um, so now I have the second and the third pick. And so let's see, I have, I have a list of a couple units that I, you know, that I wrote out and, and thought about choosing as my top picks. And so I am going to choose in as the second pick, I'm going to choose uh, Azura as my second pick. Pick the my my first pick the second pick overall okay um so that's gonna be my second pick as another fates character and my third pick i am going to go with alm as my as the third overall pick and my second pick so um yeah so those are the two heroes that that i think will get at some point down the road sure uh any any reasons why, or are you going to save some reasons for later? So for Azura, so, as, you know, I, I feel like she's associated with water and we have two water legendary heroes remaining. And, you know, I, I don't think we have another blue water hero coming down the pipeline. And I know that Azura tends to have a lance, but 
if I, I do think that there are just a limited amount of Lance users that are main characters in games that I think could be chosen as a legendary hero. And I think we also, I, I'm more prone to choose characters that have a lot of alts in the game already as units that will become legendary heroes. So that's, I, I know we don't have a ton of alts for Corrin, but we do have one male and one female and we have several alts of Azura. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see another copy of her. And as for Alm, so I, I'm i buying into the hype that a lot of people on Reddit and others have that Alm is eventually going to be our red archer in Fire Emblem Heroes. There's a couple of different heroes that might be able to do something like that, that are lords or main characters of games. Uh, but it seems like these colored archers are only going to be legendary heroes for the, the time being. And Alm just stands out to me as, as one of the few heroes that might be able to do that very well. So uh, that's why I am choosing Alm with the number three spot. And we have, I predict, legendary heroes coming up. And I think that one of those red legendary heroes is going to be an archer. I can totally see that as well. So, yeah, great picks there and um, good reasonings as well. So now turn things back over to you now. And you have two straight picks. Here we go. Here we go. So um, not in any, I mean, and not to say that this is going in order of, of the months as well. These are just uh, the characters that I really think uh, would uh, be a new legendary hero over some others. And so my fourth pick for sure is going to be Roy. Um, I think Roy definitely would be a character in the future because I think, uh, I mean, we were talking about um, the, actually, I thought he was going to be he could have been released last month instead of Marth, but uh, I, I think to, especially going down the reasoning of what you're saying about the three, uh, having three more red heroes to fill and having five in total, uh, Roy would definitely fit that category. He's a fire character as well, and so if we did have a, uh, like in February, uh, as we're predicting now, if it's a red character as well as fire elemental, then Roy would feel, fit that because he has that affinity. So I, I definitely think Roy um, would fit in there. Uh, and for my fifth pick, I'm going to say uh, Micaiah. Uh, one, because I really like Micaiah, and I think that she does deserve to be a legendary hero. Uh, she does have another alt, of course. Uh, would have been crazy if we got a, a you know, a, back-to-back alts last month after her uh, Hoshidan Festival banner, but I think that she could fit in. Um, let's see, where could she fit in? I, I guess she could fit in in September as well. Uh, she could fit in as a eh, potentially a colorless, I don't know. I think I think IS has been able to kind of stretch the, the canon a little bit. and Like, for example, with Ryoma, how I guess it's not really... I mean, since we haven't really played Fates, maybe maybe it is so, but him riding that chicken is not necessarily what he does or can evolve into. So um, so there might be a little bit of a stretch either way, but, I mean, if we're sticking with main characters and lords, uh, I think Micaiah would fit the bill. She's popular enough to, to be included as well, and I just wanted to pick her uh, before you did, so... Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, good pick. She is definitely one of the characters I would have picked if you didn't take her off the board there. And I think Roy is a good pick, too. And Roy is actually, you know, when I when I was thinking about the next fire hero, when he was when it was originally slated to be a green fire hero in December last month, when that's what it seemed like based on in-game data, I was pretty surprised that we wouldn't be getting Roy most likely, since I don't think he ever has an axe in his game or can use an axe in in Binding Blade, uh, certainly not the weapon that he's known for. Um, but so because of that, I was pretty surprised. But now with the fire hero potentially being relegated to February and having no idea what color it could be, that was actually another factor that influenced me to think that the last fire hero is probably going to be red uh, due to it probably being Roy. So I think that might fall into place and I for February we're ha we'll have to hold our breath all the way till February to find out if that prediction is right and as for Micaiah I agree I think it's hard to predict exactly when she might come out <clears throat> and we'll try to do that a little bit more after we're done with this fantasy part of the draft um, but I think there's a lot of times that she might be released and I know that she can be a staff user as well she can be a healer in her game from what I understand as well so I think there might be uh, I think that's casting a wide net and I think there's a good chance that we do ultimately see her at some point that's a good point I mean I if we are going to get two more colorless characters, then we, I think we have to expand to a staff user uh, or a bow user, you know, something like that, a dagger maybe, but, <laughs> um, but that makes total sense. So there you go. All right. So uh, now it's your turn on the clock. Uh, you have two choices. Four more characters written down that I think have a good chance of being a legendary hero. So I need to choose two out of those four. And so I am going to choose Krom as the number six pick in the draft here. And, you know, Krom has a lot of alts in the game. He's a main character of Awakening. Um, he's also fairly adaptable based on, you know, my, my research on him that he can use swords and lances. Uh, he can be an infant, infantry or cavalry unit as well. And I think I, I think I saw that he can also promote to an archer as well. So I feel like he has quite a bit of adaptability. Hmm. And, you know, I feel like he that's casting a bit of a wide net uh, to predict him since there's a lot of times that IS can release a version of Krom. So uh, I, I think a lot of people really like Krom too. And, you know, we already have a voice actor and an artist that have drawn him in the game. So it's just easier for IS to go back to that that well of, of having another version of mm -hmm. him. So Krom is my sixth pick and the third hero on my team. And I think things get a little bit harder here. I am going to make uh, the seventh pick and I'm not totally confident in this, but I'm going to say Camilla as the seventh pick in the draft. And the main reason for that is that I think we still have one more green unit uh, to be released as a legendary hero. And there just aren't a ton of units that wield green weapons, or, or at least axes. We have no idea what mages could be released as color-wise in Fire Emblem Heroes. But when I see at least one more green hero going to be released in the future, it just makes me think Camilla uh, and 
certainly intelligent systems doesn't miss a chance to try to promote fan service. So I, I think um, I think she might fit in terms of having an axe and being somebody that a lot of people really like. So uh, that will be my the seventh pick overall and the fourth member of my team. Cool. I like those picks too. Um, I totally agree with the the fact that they both have various uh, uh, alts in the game right now, and so it wouldn't be too hard to include them because I mean, they are popular characters and we would summon for them for sure. Um, yeah, I I had a feeling that you would say uh, Camilla. I, I think she was on the back burner for me, but um, but I'm glad that you were a, you were able to choose her. So. Um, and Krom as well. I think, yeah, that makes total sense. And uh, especially with him being in Smash now uh, as an Echo Fighter, I think that uh, that his popularity will just increase. And so it'll, it'll make more sense to down the road, perhaps, uh, maybe past December or so, to include Krom as, uh, as a legendary character just to feed off of that hype uh, as a character in the game. So good picks there. Okay. So now I have two more picks, and so my eighth pick is going to be Erica from Sacred Stones. Um, I'll let you type. Uh, so Erica, uh, I, I think that having both uh, twin lords from Sacred Stones makes sense to have as legendary characters, uh, since we do have two of the three lords from uh, Fire Emblem 7 in the game, as in Lynn and Hector. I think it uh, it makes sense to continue to draw from the same game and i and erica is a pretty popular character she was i i think she was like right behind camilla as far as popularity in choose your legends is concerned and so uh, both both she and ephraim were up there and so i i i could totally see her being in the game um as for what kind of color or weapon she would wield i am not sure uh maybe they did stretch it a little bit with her uh mage tome red mage version of herself and so they could stretch it even further and make it fit somehow Uh, but we can talk about that a little bit later Uh, but I think she could be uh, up there as well and my ninth pick is going to be uh, it's a tough one because I I have two characters that I'm thinking uh, could be it but if I want to stay balanced and think that they might try to balance the genders as much as they can um, well, I don't know. This is tough, but uh, I'm wondering what you're going to say, too. I really do need those 90 seconds right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Take your time here. And, Just kidding. And once once I make my final pick, then you can mention the other heroes that or hero or how many ever heroes you have that you are also considering heavily. Sure. I'm going to stick with what I originally said a couple months ago in my in the episode where I was predicting uh, the future legendary heroes for the for eight months in a row. Uh, once Legendary Hector came out, my original prediction was that Celica would be added to the game. Um, similar reasons for her uh, as just like Erica being just one of the two lords from that game that are just really popular. And of course, you know, she just got the Choose Your Legend treatment. And so I feel like she would be popular enough to to reintroduce into the game and have a fourth alt of her so people could have Celica Emblem going. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think she would be more popular and more desirable to summon for 
in place of the other character that I feel like would deserve to be a legendary hero, but probably not so, not as much, uh, just due to popularity. So Celica is my ninth pick, or is the ninth pick in my my fifth pick. <laughs> okay, well, yes, yeah, so I, I wasn't going to predict Erica, or I wasn't going to pick Erica as one of my choices. Um but Celica was definitely on my list and, and might have been my was probably going to be my last pick if you didn't choose her there. So I think that's a good one. The only reason I, I, I agree with your reasoning that they could definitely choose more than one hero from a game since they've done that with Blazing Blade. Um, I think there's just too many sword users. And I think Erica's just a little bit further down the list in terms of heroes that they want to release as legendary heroes. Uh, so I just feel like it would be a little bit harder for them to to put her out put her out as a legendary hero, uh, but who knows? It's still a great pick. It just wouldn't have been one of my top five, I guess, for this draft. See what happens there. Yeah, maybe 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 she's like the underdog, like the 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 lottery steal or something like that. Or uh, maybe pe- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people are mad. You know that Erica was chosen, but you'll all see. Y'all, y'all will know the truth soon. So yeah, I, I think she, for me it was definitely someone I considered. I, I think she maybe falls just outside of the top sixteen for legendary heroes. But you're right; she she scores very highly in all the choose your legends events. So you know, I I don't know who the last six heroes are going to be. We're just predicting and doing our best. So. Uh, so you took one of my two final picks with Celica, but I get one final pick to round out the draft here. And fortunately, you left me with one of my my heroes that I had in my top nine. And so my last pick in the draft, and we'll have to see if this is who you were thinking of as uh, the other person you were considering. But the other person that I'm that I had on my list is Xander. Huh. So Xander. You know, I'm not really confident in this, and I'm choosing a lot of fighters, so uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing based on how we get so many Fates banners. Uh, Maybe it's a good thing, or maybe they go for more diversity in picks. But I think there's also just a lot of... uh, I feel like there's a lot of female characters, or... or, I don't know, it's probably the other way around. There's probably more male characters as lords to consider for this. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Xander is a character that has a ton of alts in Fire Emblem Heroes. So readers really like him. Um, and I think a lot of people like Xander, too. So because he has the Fates connection, I think that gives him a stronger chance of being released as a legendary hero at some point. And from, you know, from what I, I researched, you know, he can use swords, of course, but he also can use lances. So I wouldn't be totally surprised if he were even September's legendary hero. Uh, and I know he can be either a cavalry unit or a flyer in his game from what I was looking up. So that could be interesting, too, to get a flyer version of Xander. That's really cool. Yeah, um, I that totally makes sense. I, I wasn't expecting you to say that might... Uh, and I, I do want to talk about honorable mentions too, but um, yeah, I think the just Fates being so popular, um, Xander having a lot of alts, him being able to use many weapons as as far as your research is concerned, uh, it, it just adds up. And and if they did want to balance out the male female ratio, then it does make sense to include Xander. So um, cool, I, I like that pick, and I think that's a very strong pick. So. 
why don't we first before we go into honorable mentions let's review who's on each of our teams here on the draft so we just finished our fifth picks each so phil on your team you have corin either male or female corin as well as roy micaiah erica and selica and so then on my team i have azura alm Krom, camilla and Xander. So those are each of our teams. We each have five legendary heroes, and I think we chose some really good heroes here. I think these are probably very close to the top 10, like probability-wise heroes that might turn into legendary heroes. So I think we made some good picks here. Yeah, I, I totally agree. There are definitely some, uh, some characters that you chose that I kind of had thought of, but um, but as you say, I'm, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense that they would be in the game. And so I, I, I feel like our, our confidence interval here is going to be really, really strong as far as the next six are concerned. Uh, and Roy's my boy. So here we go. <laughs> so uh, as far as like honorable mentions and like, if we had a second round pick, uh, who would you choose? I'll, I'll, I'll let you know who some of my thoughts were as far as uh, being just right off the list, but still potentially being uh, added to the game as a legendary hero. The hero that I was thinking of for my ninth pick, for the ninth pick, was Elwood uh, to round off the trio of heroes from FE7. Um, I think in general, FE7 is a pretty popular game, not as popular as Awakening and, Awakening and Fates, but I think it's pretty up there, uh, if not probably the third most popular game. Although Elowit himself is not a very popular hero, actually. I, I don't remember where he was on the Choose Your Legends round two, or even round one, but he didn't place very high in either, I think. And so I I know it, it makes sense. He, he I mean, he's the, he's the main protagonist, or yeah, main protagonist from from FE7. And so it's it's kind of surprising to me that people like... Well, it's not surprising that they like Lynn and, and Hector more than Elliewood, but I feel like it would be justice uh, if Elliewood was turned into a different legendary hero. Uh, it might be hard to fit him in somewhere um, as far as the future is concerned. So maybe if they did continue legendary heroes after the fact, uh, after the sixteen original 16 have been chosen, uh, maybe maybe they can continue on and add people like Elliewood. Um, in addition to that, I was thinking some uh, genealogy of the Holy War characters like um, Sigurd or Seleth. Um, those, I, I feel like just any lords from those less popular games, even Thracia, maybe even Leaf having a another alt of himself or the first alt of himself, I think uh, those three characters would also be thoughts for myself as far as uh, a second round pick. But of course, they're all um, red sword users uh, in the game right now. Uh, red sword users in their original games as well, uh, with a little bit of variety as far as weapons they can use. I know Elwood could use lances once he upgraded, but um, so I mean anything's possible. Is could make whatever character uh, fit, and and we would summon for it. But so yeah, I th I think if uh, those were those are my honorable mentions there. I don't know if you have any uh, that off the top of your head, grips that you would choose? 
Uh, so to comment about Ellie Wood, so in Choose Your Legends 2, he came in 28th place, so not that far down on the list. Oh, yeah, that's that's not bad. So, I mean, not okay. as high up as you might expect for a lord uh, for a game that is pretty popular, but uh, certainly not, not like really far down the list. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the heroes that you just mentioned are pretty much who I would consider if we kept going in the draft. Uh, Ellie Wood, Sigurd, Seleth and Leaf. Those are the characters that I would consider uh, as kind of just beyond the scope of, of what we just did in our draft. And I think if I'm making one more pick, I think it would probably be, be Sigurd as the, the next most likely unit uh, outside of the ones that we chose. But I was also thinking about it and you know, some of these heroes that we just mentioned are, are heroes that weren't even in the game at launch, or they weren't like necessarily planned in the game at launch and we only got them released more recently and that strikes me that if if it's heroes like leaf or sigurd that took a long time to come into the game then that strikes me as as them having a less of a chance of being released as legendary heroes and a lot of people point out the pattern of whatever banner we have in a month then it's likely that a hero related to that game will be released as a legendary hero, well, we've had FE4 banners and no FE4 legendary hero that corresponds to that. So that either tells me that that's not really a pattern that they're following or that they don't have a legendary hero from FE4. And that combined with the fact that these are units that just didn't get priority to be in the game at launch makes me think that IS just doesn't intend for them to be legendary heroes or at least not as likely as some other heroes that we just predicted so but yeah i mean i think your your picks were good and all of our picks i think covered a lot of the most likely heroes to be released as legendary heroes and the honorable mentions you know who knows what happens after we get our 16th legendary hero but maybe some of these honorable mentions will come into play later if we continue getting legendary heroes in some form yep and uh, I think it's really interesting that the last, uh, the 16th legendary hero will be released at the two-year anniversary mark. And so who knows what will happen as far as what kind of uh, direction they're going to take as far as legendary heroes are concerned or as far as just Fire Emblem heroes in general. And so I bet a lot of things will change up um, in the next upcoming six months or so. And... Uh, It'll be exciting to see what, what lays in store, but anyway, now that the dust has settled, our teams are picked, and uh, we are about to start our season, let's talk about the actual, uh, the real-life uh, season, <laughs> as far as that's concerned, um, and let's talk about who we might think actually be uh, the next six legendary characters, as far as uh, our predictions are concerned. And so um, let's start with September. Let's start with next month. Um, Greps, we kind of talked about it a little bit, I think. But who, who, if you were to, you know, regardless of who the character is, who, who do you think it's going to be uh, next month or next week? That'll be our next legendary hero. Yeah. So first off, I'll just mention that uh, that we're planning to have a legendary prediction banner uh, with all the other heroes on this banner uh, that we expect to be on here. We'll release that as a separate episode. But as for the legendary hero that should be announced next week, I think you're right on with uh, with Corin being the most likely hero because he's related to the Fates banner that we just got. Uh, 
Also, because Corrin can be released as a dragon, um, and it wouldn't be surprising to be a blue dragon. So I am gonna. I, I would say the most likely hero is Corrin. I think a lot of people have been predicting that, from what I can tell. And I think he would either, or he or she. I, I don't know which which variation it would be. Hmm. I think. Let's see. I have one, two. So I think I my I would lean towards it being male Corrin just because. Uh, you know, my uninformed view on, on fates, but to balance out the genders based on the rest of my predictions. And I think he's either going to be a blue flying dragon or a blue armored dragon uh, to make it something new in the game that we don't already have. And those are the two types of dragons that we know can exist that we don't already have in the blue color. So Corin would be my pick. Um, and as backups, I think Krom, Xander, or Azura are possibilities. Wielding a lance, most likely for any of the three of them. But I think um, I think Corin would be my number one. Cool. And she or he remains my number one pick as well. And f- followed by those Fates characters that you mentioned, uh, Azura and Xander. Krom, uh, I could see him being there as well. Uh, and Micaiah as well as being a different version of a blue tome user as well. And so those are my, my thoughts, but I'm definitely putting my bets for Corin for September. All right. For October red water hero. Uh, I think so as, yeah, I think it's going to be Alm in October. I think that Alm, even though he is more, I think he's would they would consider him more an earth elemental type of character um he maybe maybe they kind of wait for him to be released at a different time or they switch things up or just just make him into water but i I think if as far as the two remaining red um slots that we have predicted one uh, next month in october and the other one in february i think alm would fit in as far as our thoughts and predictions of him being a red bow user and so uh yeah so i'm gonna say alm for october uh, what do you think? I am predicting Alms well. So I think, uh, <laughs> you know, there, as we're predicting two more red legendary heroes based on what we can tell from the game, uh, I think we already have somebody in mind as the last fire hero in February um, as that red hero potentially. And this is the only other chance that they have to release a red archer as a legendary hero in the first 16 of these heroes. So you know that's why I think it has to be Alm, and that's uh, that was what spurred me to choose him highly in the draft as well. I think you know Xander and Corin have a good chance too. If we don't get Corin as a blue hero in September, I think they could be released as a red water hero. Um, you know Azura has a connection to water, but I don't think she uses swords or anything uh, that could be considered as a red hero but I, I have no idea what they can how they can possibly change things from the original games to make heroes totally different as legendary heroes but i am all with you i am alm with you for alm tober <laughs> oh boy uh, i hope that is the case so we can use that again when it when it uh, becomes a uh, november or october alm alm tober never mind that doesn't work <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Almtober. That's gonna be the next meme on uh, on. Yeah, let, let's try to do that. Okay, so November, uh, we have predicted as a colorless water unit. Uh, who do you? I'll let you go first. Who do you think would uh, come into the game uh, 
in November. So I have three heroes written down as possibilities. One of them was Alm, but I think he's going to go. I don't think he's going to be a colorless archer. I th- I don't think they're going to release a colorless archer. I, I don't know. They might, but um, they seem to want to release color archers instead. So I'm crossing Alm off the list since we just predicted him. And so the other two heroes that I have as possibilities for November are Azura and Micaiah. I think those are two possibilities. Azura, because I think she has an association with water, and this would be the last water hero that we get. And Micaiah, uh, I don't think she has any association with water, but I don't. these elemental things I, I don't think are really good at directly corresponding to anything from the original games for a lot of these heroes. Right. So Micaiah, because I, I know she can use a staff, um, and I think it's possible that we might get her as a staff user in November. So my prediction is that we get Azura as our colorless water hero. I don't exactly know what she would be. Maybe a staff user. I don't think she's a healer in her game at all. But um, I, I, I guess maybe they'll release Azura as a staff user in. No, that's my prediction. Cool. And I I think that uh, it'll be Micaiah myself um, just because... Of the, the possibility of her, you know, wielding a staff, uh, maybe a little bit more so than Azura. I could see Azura being there as well, but um, yeah, I'm going to stick to to what I am hoping for, mostly. <laughs> maybe maybe it doesn't make as much sense logically, but uh, but I, I am hoping for Micaiah to, to be released again as a legendary hero. So, moving on to th- uh, more hairy, uh, a hairier... Uh, prediction here <laughs> as far as december is concerned uh either like a colorless or a, gr- a green unit possibly a wind elemental as well uh this is a tough choice um i think i think yeah things start to get a little bit hazy here but uh if i were to choose one out of out of the characters here i think i think they might i might go with uh uh Celica. Honestly, I, I, I think, I, I, yeah, I could see Celica coming out. It's not too close to Alm being released, and so there's some distance between them. I don't know, and, and I say that with a little bit of trepidation because I don't know exactly how they could incorporate her. We know that she has a, a tome uh, in the game. We know that she can use swords as well. I'm not 100% sure on what other weapons she could use, if she could use a staff as well. It'd be kind of weird if, if they did a back-to-back staff unit kind of thing. And so, I don't know, maybe they would release a, a colorless bow unit again or come up with something completely different. Who knows? But of course, uh, as far as green is concerned, maybe a green tome uh, could be an option there. Uh, although we, yeah, uh, we already have a green tome a hero in Gunthra. You know, they could probably release that again. Uh, who knows? Maybe they might give her an axe, <laughs> but um, that'd be kind of weird. But uh, just as far as characters are concerned, and not really necessarily thinking about how they would l- literally do it, but just looking at the characters themselves, I'm gonna say Celica just for the heck of it. But in December, so what do you think? So yeah, I I think for me, Celica is more associated with fire, and so I would expect her to be a fire hero if if uh, she were released as a legendary hero, but who knows? And I think she could be released as a staff user. I, I believe she can be a healer in um, in her games. 
but I would say that I am leaning towards Micaiah being released in December um, as a as a colorless staff user. I, I'm with you that it would be really weird if we got two colorless legendary heroes consecutively, as well as weird if we got two staff users consecutively. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of staff users and make them interesting, like what they did with Veronica. So it wouldn't be crazy if we got two more PRF staff users because we only have one in the game at the moment. But um, so I'm not totally like confident in the fact that we might get two colorless heroes back to back. But as I mentioned before, it would be really weird if we got a third green uh, legendary hero. Element. I don't expect to see that in December. And that influences my, my pick quite a bit. So I think, uh, you know, we'll get Azura potentially as a staff user or maybe something else colorless in November. And then Micaiah as a staff user a legendary staff hero in December. So those are my thoughts on that. Cool. And as far as January is concerned, um, our predictions leaning towards it being more of a green unit. Of course, this is pretty hairy as well, but more more so a green unit and earth elemental. What are your thoughts on January? So, you know, since I think it's going to be a green unit, um, and I think the part of the reason for that prediction was that we already have, uh, let's see, for Earth Heroes, we know we're getting a blue this month. We already have a red. So I was thinking they might try to balance that out for colors. So that could this color could definitely be different from green. But I was thinking that if we are getting another green hero, that, you know, the reason that I chose Camilla in my draft is because I thought she might be the January hero to fall under the green earth hero. So who knows, maybe we'll get a, you know, a magical hero that's not Camilla because just about anybody can be released on any color for magic. They don't always follow rigid conventions, even though they have some guidelines for some, like dark magic is often red and white magic is often blue, but other times they just kind of do random things with that. I don't think it always follows a pattern. So I think we'll get Camilla as either an axe or potentially a green tome flyer uh, as an earth hero. So that is what I'm thinking for January. Cool. I like that thinking, and I, I'm i leaning towards Camilla as well. If I were to throw out a second pick myself just to stay true to what I thought two months ago, I would put Erica here, even though it makes no sense of you know her being just a green unit. But of course, um, you know if she is able to wield a red tome when she wasn't able to in the game, even though they try to, try to stay more canonical uh, with these legendary heroes, I could... S- Maybe they, they could stretch it and make Erica work. And so if yeah, if I were to stay true to that, um, regardless of the logic, I would put Erica here. But I really like uh, what you're thinking there with Camilla in January. So, yep. And I think for this last month in February, I think we might be in agreement for who we might expect to see as our fourth and final fire legendary hero, especially if we suspect it might be a red fire hero so phil i'll let you do the honors and say who we probably both are predicting as our fourth and final fire legendary hero here it comes here's the surprise it's roy (laughs) what yeah i i what (laughs) table flip no but um yeah i I think if uh, if it wasn't going to be last month with a a ready hero then uh, i think Roy definitely not only fits the bill as far as um, 
being a legendary character, I think he's got a lot of the characteristics that a legendary character would have as far as having an affinity, having, uh, and the right affinity if, if February is fire, having, um, you know, his Lord status, of course, and just being a popular unit as well. We can't forget that he was second place in Choose Your Legends 1 uh, a year ago. And so I, yeah, if, if the calendar is correct, if we've predicted it correctly, then I'm really hoping that um, Rory comes into play uh, in February. But so I don't know. I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. Uh, well, I'm just thinking back to Choose Your Legends 1. So at this point, do we have uh, the other three heroes as legendary heroes? We have Lucina. Yep. Uh, we have Lynn. Yep. And we have Ike. So Roy would round out the top four, uh, mm-hmm. the top two males and the top two females, and we'd have copies of all four of them as legendary heroes. So I think that would make a lot of sense. And in terms of the Choose Your Legends 2, I, I think that was definitely, uh, that vote concluded definitely after they decided at least the vast majority of these legendary heroes, if not all of them. So it might be possible that we don't see all of the Choose Your Legends 2 heroes, but let's see, we already have Hector and we already have Ephraim. And on the female side, obviously we don't have Veronica and I I would be surprised to see her as a legendary hero. And Selica is really the only other one from other games that we might be able to get as a legendary hero. And that's uh, certainly a possibility that we might. So uh, it is interesting that we might get a lot of these heroes as um, the Choose Your Legends top voters as the legendary heroes in the game. And one other possibility that we really haven't touched on at all in this episode is that we could get Fire Emblem Hero original characters as a legendary hero. Uh, I, you know, I know Book 2 has just ended, and for those of you who've seen the trailer, you know we're going to be getting some new spell units as... And so that's pretty exciting, but there's definitely still some other heroes that were pretty influential or pretty involved in some parts of book two, like Hrid, for example. Um, and there's other villains in mm. in that. And I don't even know how to pronounce the uh, the other like Fjorm, tiny Fjorm lookalike, Ylager, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guttural sounder. I don't know. Yeah, whatever that <laughs> whatever that is. Um, you know, it's definitely possible that we get some more Fire Emblem Heroes original units as legendary heroes that we di- we haven't even mentioned uh, as honorable mentions. Um, so I think that's possible. I do think it's notable that if you look at the pattern of uh, legendary heroes, that the first two were Fire Emblem Heroes originals, and we haven't gotten a Fire Emblem Hero original legendary hero since then. So... Mm-hmm. You know, that says something to me that, you know, they had this plan of wanting to promote book two and then they've kind of switched over to to other games that they knew would do very well and that maybe they were a little bit less sure of how Fire Emblem Hero original characters would do as legendary heroes. So they wanted them to be first to promote this, you know, these 8% banners and and you don't want to lead necessarily with your best thing. Otherwise, people might not care if Gunthra were released as a legendary hero today as opposed to like almost a year ago at this point. So, But another possibility is we have Book 3 come out in a few months and maybe we get Book 3 heroes that we haven't even been introduced to yet. So if that's the case, then you know all bets are off and our, uh, we have no way of predicting heroes that aren't even in the game yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, that'll be crazy uh, once book three comes out, but but yeah, um, 
I totally can see that. I think that book two characters have gained some popularity. I, I'm, I think a lot of people are very, very excited for uh, the three heroes that are coming out tomorrow. Uh, I think they've captured the attention, and uh, a lot of people are calling them waifus already. So, um, not not hellbendy. So, yeah, husbando. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe so. No judgment passed. <laughs> I'm not sure he would appreciate that, but yeah. he seems like a pretty <laughs> good What's he going to do, so. <laughs> you know? I, he's just a, a lot of pixels, so so, whatever. <laughs> but um, cool. I Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens, and uh, yeah, we'll find out. So uh, in that regard, uh, as we sign out of this episode, um, thank you, Greps, for, for putting together uh, the new challenger approaching and, and everything. It's been a lot of fun and had a blast participating in this draft with you and as far as the future content you know be sure to be on the lookout for our analysis on the the new upcoming three characters lots to talk about there not only for their skill uh, for for themselves and their stats but for their skills as well and their impact to the arena so quite excited to have that discussion with you greps and also be on the lookout like you mentioned for uh, a prediction for the upcoming banner as far as the other characters are concerned so uh yeah i think that's what's on the horizon for now uh do you have anything else to add greps before we sign out today yeah so this is part two out of the three part at least that's what i'm intending for this to be a three-part mini series the challenger approaching mini series and so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode it's a little bit different than anything we've done uh, before in terms of the fantasy draft aspect of it the rest of it is pretty similar <laughs> but um it was definitely fun for me i hope you had a good time too phil and sure in trying this out so you can follow along with us and see how well our picks end up doing and we'll, we'll tally it up at the end of these the last six heroes here and see how many picks we each got right and for part three of this series i'd like to go into uh, some predictions about what might happen with legendary heroes after we get our 16th and final legendary hero. And I have a couple thoughts that of what might happen to legendary heroes after we get our 16th. There's a few different possibilities. Um, and we might not even have to wait till February to find out because there might be uh, maybe, maybe something else is afoot before we have to go and get our final legendary hero. Maybe they have some plans on what to do before then. So anyway, um, I have a couple thoughts about it. Phil, maybe you have some ideas that, that you'd like to share down the road, but we'll introduce uh, part three in probably sometime in the next month. Uh, there's no big rush on it since we assume we still have a couple months till we find out what will happen after the 16th legendary hero but anyway i appreciate you uh trying this idea out with me phil and doing this fantasy draft and and you know may the best drafter win <laughs> <laughs> yes and uh pleasure and hopefully we can we can do a draft some other time again uh or something similar because this was a lot of fun i had a lot of fun doing this so you know, we can get some other teams. We can get YX or Red or yeah. people that want to join us if they want to exactly. do this with us. It was definitely a lot of fun. <laughs> do some 2v2 or something. Yeah, that'd be fun. Cool. All right. So on that note, um, let's sign out. If you'd like to reach us, feel free to do so at phaeology at gmail.com. You can reach Grepstein, Grepstein at uh, Grepstein, F-E-H, at gmail.com. You can reach us both at our subreddit at r slash phaeology. 
And if you'd like to support the show, you can go do so in the show notes uh, by clicking on the link to listener support uh, through Anchor. And with that, thank you for listening, and we hope that you schedule an appointment with us soon. Take care.